This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. Well, hello again. Welcome back to Sexy Funny Raw. I am your host, Sylvia Sage, and I am joined in studio, as always, with my co-host, Dr. Eddie, giving us his public health perspective. Thank you, Dr. Eddie. And this month, it is my pleasure to introduce my friend, my colleague, comedian, and the host, creator, there we go, creator, that's the word I wanted, of the Rose Battle. Welcome, Brian Moses. It's good to be here. Yeah, I love having you. It's my favorite place to be. Well, it should be. This is a pretty exciting place. It's been my home all month. It has, yeah. yeah. Well, it's been a long month. Very long. (laughs) You guys, today we are getting into a subject which is a little harsh, a little light. Uh, We're going to make it fun, though. So let's talk about um, demeaning sexual arousal. And I found this to be a topic I definitely wanted to um, have Brian on the show for because if you haven't seen Rose Battle, what Rose Battle is is two comedians pit up against one each other and they're basically just making degrading jokes towards each other. And um, the winner of the most uh, very horrific, way. yeah. We've even had <laughs> like a sexual naked, jokes in there. There's sexual jokes, but I mean, yeah. like they're yeah, they're they're demeaning. Yeah, they're they're to humiliate. But it's it's yeah, it's a humiliation yeah. tactic. That's what the show is. We even had a naked Rose Battle. You have, was, yeah. It's online, actually. Nice. Between Connor McSpadden and uh, Keith Carey. Is it people you'd want to see naked? Connor McSpadden and Keith Carey. Okay. Yeah, it's like Laurel okay. and Hardy, basically, okay. battling. Nice. So think of like- Are their dicks the, out? The number, yeah, they're, they're butt naked. Wow. Asshole naked. I gotta yes. look this one up. I'm yeah. interested for and that. And then, uh, yeah, every year at Skankfest, they have a, uh, a naked roast battle for tradition. Interesting. Yeah, it's really good. All right, demeaning sexual arousal, you guys. So basically, uh, what some might consider a degradation kink, right? So um, degradation can fall under the sadism or masochism umbrella and can often be seen in dominant submissive relationships, okay? So why do some people enjoy this? Dr. Eddie? <laughs> I think that's a great question, but why do why do we enjoy all of the kinks that yeah. we have, right? So yeah. we all have our own thing. And so it could stem from, I mean, not to answer that question in full, but it could stem from family, where you were raised, how yeah. you were raised, exposure, something, one story happened that one year in that one place. Yeah. And all of a sudden that's what turns you on. So what, okay, so I will just say from my own personal experience of what I have realized, I think the more powerful, and now I'm going to use men for an example because men are what I I sleep with on the majority of the basis. So what I find is the more power a man has in his personal and professional life, the less power he wants in the bedroom. And I have found that that's kind of the men who I have found who want the the degradation, they want me to talk down to them, make them my little bitch, you know? Like, um, I, without naming any names, I have a uh, an ex-cop 
that I I sleep with, and he. You mean Bill? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> he loves for me to just like basically make him feel like he is not a man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I, he just wants me to belittle the shit out of him, and wow. I fucking you say, love it. Do you say blue lives don't matter? <laughs> You're like, I oh, I'm an, I'm an black kid. Look at me. He's like, yeah. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was loaded. Yeah. That was a loaded statement. But that's what I find. As I find that with the people that have the most authority in their real and professional life, don't want any authority in the bedroom. But that's not everybody. That's just what I have found statistically on my own personal research of thousands of men I've slept I mean, with. Did, like, weren't they searching for like Donald Trump, you know, P tapes? What? I mean, yeah. Like, no, I like, didn't know that. It was on Vice. It was, uh, yeah, like Tom Arnold was looking for him. So, I mean, like, that's a very powerful man, and that's yeah, being degraded. They, wait, wait, you know, wait like, where someone peed on. peed on him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would Russian that hookers sure. are peeing on him. I would believe that for sure. See what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I agree. I, and maybe you're right. The more powerful you are, maybe the less the less responsibility you want. Yeah. Well, I will say, now this has nothing to do with like degradation, because if anyone calls me dirty things in the bedroom, I get like, I get angry only because. I think in my personal life, people are always like referring to me as like a whore or a dirty cum slut or something like that. So if you, I'm actually having sex with you and you use those words, I'm fucking pissed. Um, so in, so it's insecurity in the bedroom is the turn off everybody. Yeah. So well, what happens in real life and and what in because in degradation, sexual arousal, we're actually talking about creating a scene. Yeah. Like we're we're talking about we're developing a scene that we're going like a, we're going to act this out. This yeah. is like a role play almost. It's like a fantasy land. As opposed to in the real world, right? Uh, where someone might call you something and you haven't really given consent. There yeah. hasn't been a exactly. plan there. I think consent is like operative there. Mm-hmm. But more generally, I'd be, I'd be hesitant to say that powerful men that that's what they want because a lot of powerful men don't take no for an answer. Yeah. A lot of powerful men, right? And so there's yeah. there's different levels, levels there sure. that are really sensitive. And I wouldn't want to use a, a big brush Broad, mm-hmm. to yeah to paint some of those things yeah for sure. i'm just saying from my personal experience sure. that's what based I've on empirical yeah. evidence that yeah. sylvia says that's scientific research yes, that is absolutely. a sample size yeah i mean i feel like yeah. i mean well, i'm like powerful a, I'm like those a, are quantitative <laughs> numbers too those yeah. are pretty good yeah. i'm like a i'm doing my own public health research don't you worry understood yeah just with my own body that's all yeah. uh, <laughs> so, Listen, I, I, I knew a lunch lady who when we had sex she wanted to be called an assistant manager because she was the manager <laughs> so I, I kind of get what you're saying <laughs> but i think too like it's okay so it is the little things of like because like when i'm in a sexual mood and i'm like really with somebody that i'm like they're just tearing me apart and I'm kind of into it. I'll say stuff like, you know, like use me like your sex toy or, you know, like, um, like I'll say little things like that where I'm like, but yeah, then, yeah you're implying it. consent though. Yes. And 100%. I think that's big what you were saying about the rose battle too, because we are a, like we're, we're there to, to insult and humiliate. Right. Yeah. But it's consensual. Yes. And if it's not there, well then that, that's the bullying part. And yeah. that's like the abusive yeah. part. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No. And I think too, that's why, obviously having a pre-conversation about what words you're going to be okay with in that sexual scenario and not just like using them as like a surprise um, can really, I mean, honestly, like I said, I would punch somebody in the face if they said a derogatory thing. But 
in porn, of course, we have that list. We have that list of like yeses and nos, and that's right. always my thing of like, they even say like, what words do you not want people to use to, towards you? Mine are always like slut and whore. I don't. Okay. I yeah. mean, it's like when you're like with like a like a, a civilian or whatever, and you, know, you guys are having sex, like do you yeah. tell them like, all right, yeah, talk dirty to me, but don't say these two words. You know, here, I need you to sign this. Yeah. Right. And can you, can you initial here next to the list yeah. of words? I wish I had that I'm going actually. To your, li- your initials here. <laughs> Seven words yeah. you can't say to Sylvia yeah. Sage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know why I don't have to do that is because most men in a real life scenario don't speak up during sex. I mean, for the most part, on a this is me again with my public health survey of, that I've done with mm-hmm. the men I've slept with. Your sample sizing. I've, yes, my sample sizing. Um, I feel like men are like afraid to say anything in the bedroom. Mo- it, the most I usually get out of a man is like moaning of like this feels good or something like that, or like. The, yeah, you like that. <laughs> you know? Like that's usually the. I think it's the more confident they are, and the more secure they are yeah. with who they're with. Because I think yeah. that's, that might be a case by case basis. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I'd say it's probably also tied to ideals of masculinity, mm. ideas of you know what's appropriate, what's been allowed in the past. Yeah. Right. Do you get most men might not be vocal because that wasn't allowed, mm. uh, or they've Correct. never done it, or had the opportunity to because we have to bottle things up, and that's how we train our boys and yeah. all of those things so I, I, I think it's definitely m- complicated uh, mm-hmm. And but it could be a variety of things it could be a bunch of these different variables and so like masculinity is really tied to a lot of the things that go on for men and yeah. women and in between the two I think and so moaning mm-hmm. could be per- perceived as a feminine trait mm-hmm. right uh, showing enjoyment showing passion showing sensitivity or care mm-hmm. also can be you know, maybe less in this new generation of young men and women, uh, but certainly in our generation, it was a little bit different. Do you think? Yeah, that- dudes don't moan, but my generation moans. <laughs> yes, I love. We're them. moaners. I actually love a moan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Millennials and Gen Z ladies seem to love the moaning. That's I've, I've, you read about it now. Yeah, you guys love guys that moan. Yeah, I do. I love a guy who says anything to me during the bed. But do you think that that's a? Do you think that that's porn? Do you think porn has trained people for that? Do you think that um, that they've learned, you know, the derogatory stuff from all this? Because porn has gotten so, 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 so derogatory um, that I feel like that's where this dirty talk is coming from. That that's not necessarily, you know a thought process for a lot of guys but that's all they hear is like yeah you dirty whore take you know take this we've well i mean we've even discussed this on this show but uh porn in the adult film industry is oftentimes the only place that young men and women learn anything mm-hmm. right we live in a kind of in a society that has bottled up a lot of this stuff and made it so incredibly taboo where something completely normal and natural mm-hmm. has become like stigmatized, right? So we don't talk about sex. We don't want to teach our children about sex. Everyone's very uncomfortable having conversations about it. Yeah. So everybody goes to porn, but the intention of the adult film industry is not to teach our young of course not. our young people yeah. any of those things because it's also curated and not real, right? right? And so we're creating an environment where that's the only place people can learn anything and then what they're learning is based on like a feedback loop of an algorithm that mm-hmm. someone watched somewhere yeah. uh, and so we're creating an environment where it's not safe for our young kids and adults to start learning about these things in in healthy ways yeah and so when you don't have anything else to say you're going to say the last couple of things you've probably heard yeah right 100%. and so if you're watching something uh and they're using derogatory mm. or demeaning language that's all you have in your head it if comes you're nervous. to brian yeah absolutely and yeah. so that 
that's a possibility. I don't want to give a. So, it's nuts. I mean, like I've, I've had people like, yeah, like they because I think it is that like that younger generation, like they don't really know how to have intimacy or even like conversations during intimacy because they're just like, call me this. And you're like, wait, right. I don't want to do that. Or, yeah. or, or or choke me. You're just like, but yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do that. And they're just like, ah, that's not how I get off. You're like, yeah. really? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I have to like abuse you. Yeah. <laughs> Spit in my face. And right. Call me yeah. Dirty whore. It's yeah. All, yeah. This is like a new yeah. thing. I'm like, this is crazy. Brian, yeah. can you bring your phone in and can you text me while we're doing it? We don't talk. Just text me. Text me whatever you want. Can you use these seven words? Yeah. I need you the initial here, yeah. and then text it. But to me, I think this demeaning sexual arousal also is like a like an extension of like coming in someone's face. Because I think to me that is the most derogatory thing you can do to me personally is come on my face. And thank God for OnlyFans, I can now direct where the cum goes. But I took so many unwanted cum loads to the face prior to fucking OnlyFans. Yeah. So I think that in itself is like a degrading aspect and, of like sexual and some arousal. People- Love and it. need it, need it, Absolutely. need to see it. Yeah. The amount of times where I was like, can we please do a pop shot somewhere else? And they're like, no, no, no. Like the script like requires it. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Here it was we go. written by like, a man. 110%. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's no way a woman's going, yeah, I really need that cum shot to be on her face. No exceptions. Thank you very much. Aim for the eyes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Get that eye real red and infected. That's what we really need. Just show her she's a real piece of trash. Because that's all it means to me is that you're a you're a piece of trash because you would normally come what in a Kleenex and then you would throw that Kleenex True, away like a piece ha- of trash. It doesn't have to, right? <laughs> they just want to get rid of it. Really. If someone yeah. does, if someone does enjoy it, I don't think it necessarily no, needs yeah. to be bad either, right? right? So, and I know some people do. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, because I'm even thinking about people who like you know to be shit on the chest, a little yes, bit, right? So I'm saying like, and that's their kink, right? So yep. the golden shower of it all, you know? Yeah, hundred and ten percent. Well, now we, we know. Now we know the golden shower is a pheromone thing. Yeah, it's totally different to me now. <laughs> At least in part, right? At least right, in part. Right, right. <laughs> um, what about? So here's my question. So I get a lot of this, and I um, and I this is the one that I actually do. But it's um, Asian men, and they like to you know be shamed for their small penises. Um, but here's my question. What makes that a sexual fantasy for them? Because that is something that they're wanting. They want you to tell them how small their dick is, how they could never fuck you because their dick is so small. They could never compare to a real man. And that's what they're getting off to. Now, my question is this. Is this a societal thing that because society in general has gone, Asian men have small dicks, black men have big dicks, and white guys are somewhere in the middle. And so now they're like, well, I guess I just have to take what I've been given and somehow make this sexy. And so they've found their they've found sexiness in their small dicks or, or their perceived small dicks. I don't want to like, say I mean, that it's factual. Since we're really only speaking from like the American perspective because yeah. the rest of the world probably doesn't have a lot of those stereotypes right we have mm. so many mm. stereotypes here in the US yeah. that guide a lot of these subconscious or right. implicit kind of things right um, I wouldn't say that maybe that's what what's going on there because I can't imagine and I and I certainly couldn't find any data on the percentage okay right so I don't know uh how many people in any specific demographic feel about some of these stereotypes. Right. Um, But I think it's maybe a little bit more about power, Mm. right? Because a lot of these things often have to do with power or relationships and stuff. And so it, uh, and there, 
there are, in fact, on this planet, many Asian men with large penises yes. and many yes. uh, Hispanic men with small penises yes. or white men with very small penises, yes. right? Or very large ones as well. And so all of those like weird stereotypes are pushed forward by the adult film industry yeah. in a lot of ways. And based on like these old stereotypes that really have no place in, in like reality most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. They might have come from fear long ago, but... Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that's... So the degradation more comes, what you're saying is from the power struggle. That's and almost like you were saying earlier. Like powerful men like to be degraded, right? Right. From your sample size. So they even like that's that, that gives power to what Eddie is saying or Dr. Eddie is saying. Yeah. Because then it's saying like men who come from that very... Um, machismo culture and very like you know it's uh women are second class right mm. dr eddie and, and, and asian cultures for the most part and, and yes in some i can answer right, that right, right. it was a question of dr eddie i right. very much popped <laughs> right 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 like like the, like the man is the head of the household kind of a thing still traditionally i think so i think having that power taken away and that taboo sexual way of just like nobody's gonna know that i was acting like the second class citizen here mm-hmm. i get that i, I get yeah. that being like a sexual fantasy like you were kind of saying mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. but yeah. since it's a kink it where we don't know what the percentage is in real life, right? We don't right. know if it's 10%, if it's 50%, if it's 90%, mm-hmm. right? And so these tropes, they're relevant because they're they're interesting and they're important to talk about because we don't want to stigmatize any of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no way to know because a lot of these, like the studies that do these things, a lot of people don't like to talk about those things. Yeah. Right. So it becomes like a really uh, difficult area to study yeah. uh, in depth because how honest do people want to be about these things? Yeah. Like we're all honest here, but this is what we do and we talk about these things. They're right? all sexy, everybody. Yeah. Every one of your kinks <laughs> are sexy. Except the murder one. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> That one's bloodlust is off. The ones that don't have consent. Yes. That, yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it, that'd be murder, too, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anything, yeah, yeah. anything without consent. Let's just not yeah. do that. Let's just not do that. But yeah, I sure. think, obviously, we talked a lot about consent. But with this in particular, the degradation, I think the aftercare conversation is also super wow, important. Wow, right. The come down, right. Yes. And the, you know, in roasting, that's the same thing. I yeah. remember uh, a comic I won't name, but uh, she said that uh, it takes like a month to get over that. Yeah. Like you are consenting to it, but then yeah. it's like it's like you're consenting to getting beat up. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, having the conversation afterwards and just being like, how did you feel about this? Like, is there something you want me to change for next right. time? Can we, you know, is there going to be a next time? Are you yeah. even comfortable enough to go, you did know, I to go continue too hard? going into this? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. Like, yeah. Did I go too hard? Absolutely. Like, I mean, I mean, I know you know this, but um, Chris Cope, um, it was my very first roast battle I did was Chris Cope and he made a joke about my nose. Um, and that was like seven years ago and I got a nose job because of it. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Maybe we went too hard. See? Yeah. So that yeah. Really like that connected. Wow. You got <laughs> yeah. a nose job because of that, yeah. that comment, because yeah. of that joke. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Sorry that was what that's started a lot of power it. you gave him. Yeah. That's what started yeah. it. And then the fans also were pretty mean too. So I was like, if he thinks it, everyone in the crowd laughed and fans talk about it, it has to be horrific. So yeah. Wow. What a spiral. I know. Good right? nose though. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm very happy with the, the with the news. results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's making two can Sam jokes now, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gorgeous before, and you're gorgeous yeah, now. Well, thank you, thank you. So one of the, because I think it's not necessarily even um, a sexual fantasy. I don't think, but a lot of women are now referring to men as this like fuck boy. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's like the like calling a girl a slut. It's like obviously right. the person that you don't take seriously yeah you guys are really you know? taking the power back that fuck boy thing I, yeah, yeah it's calling him out a slut it really hurts yeah <laughs> does it it does it, it does <laughs> okay. masculinity okay. and the lessons for masculinity dictate that something like that would 
add prestige. Right, exactly. That's what I'm right? saying. Yeah. And so that's where it, it doesn't, it's not equal across yeah, the board. Yeah, it's right? definitely not equal. So the things equal. that happen for women yeah. and, and don't happen for men. Because I was going to say, I feel like most men are like, yeah. Fuck boy, call me over and I'll do the you know do the deed. I don't want you guys to go harder, so I'm gonna be no, no, it's hurt, no, it's the worst, please. No, we hate it. Oh. Well, but is it? I mean, I, I suppose I have a follow up question. Is it different if they're not taking you seriously as a man and a partner, or if they're just using you as a sexual tool? Yeah. And that distinction, I think, it would be that former hurts. I yeah, think would be that hurtful. former really hurts. Yeah. yeah. That they don't want to take you seriously as a partner. Yeah, you're just yeah. a yeah. You're you're just a human vibrator for yeah. me. Like I don't want to. I don't see a future with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to invest with you. I don't care enough about you. Yeah. You're just a fuck toy. But I think those are just booty calls in general. At the end of right. the day, I mean, booty calls go both ways. I've been on the receiving end and the calling end of a booty call. So yeah, I think we're just renaming you've broken some them hearts. At yeah. This point. yeah. You've gotten some heartbroken. Okay. Yeah, that's true. You're welcome. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I tried a booty call the other night and it did not pan out for me <laughs> it's so sad when that goes wrong you it's were better, with me it's better to talk about the l's than the, than the wins everybody it I really know. is it's funnier you it's more a, interesting a category on your phone that's like hidden that you can go yeah. to no a rolodex category no because i really don't have like that many men that i'm like even honestly in los angeles the amount of men i've slept with is so so small that are like outside of porn obviously like I don't even have any like callbacks. Like most of them, like moved on to other relationships. So like I got nothing in the bank here. It's time for expansion. I know. I got to get out more. I really do got to get out more. We need to increase the sample size. Yeah. There it is. Previous study. Right. 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 So the previous was just a pilot study. Yeah. That was now early on. Yeah. (laughs) Those were like my teens and twenties. You know, when I was the most active with strangers. That was I loved strangers actually back in the day. And I gotta say, (laughs) I'm still still a big fan of strangers I recently saved myself uh, I did this thing where I was like trying to get to know the person before I had sex with them I just personally think that's a bad idea I really <laughs> for me I just think first date sex is hot and I think second third fourth whatever when you're holding out it just becomes so predictable that it loses its spiciness I don't know I just will never not be a first first date sex girl I just it loses all fun that could that. be challenging only for <laughs> you're so cool <laughs> it's like the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. That could be challenging only because not everybody takes to yeah. things right away. And yeah. sometimes, especially younger men, when we were all younger, it took more than the first time yeah. to like get your groove on. Yeah. Uh, and so that first time is a three-minute situation, well, whereas right. the second... Right? Yeah. And so I think from the male perspective, uh, like there, let's, give some, let's give a little bit of leeway where maybe... Maybe the second instead of the first. I just think on the second or third, you're expecting something. And I think on the first, you're not expecting it. So it's like, surprise, we're going to fuck. But what if it's, I hear <laughs> that, by the way, bad. yeah. Because then, yeah, you are, yeah, you're anticipating it and it might not be good because you're like, you're, yes. you're build, like, like you're, the you're build prom. up to it. It's like a prom to you at that yes. point. You're like, oh my God, it's my first time. We're going to have my first sex time with tonight. this person, right? Yeah. If it's it's going like, horrible. Whoa, I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. first time, though, if you're not, yeah, if you're not expecting it, though, they're just like, oh, fuck, I go to get a condom. Yes. Or, you know, or, or uh, let's see. I don't know this girl. Whatever. Let's see what so happens. There's so much randomness to it. I you love, love it. The There's a lot of spice to this. I like it, personally. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just me. It's a lot of spice. That is a kink. That's another kink. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not demeaning. So, you know, there's that. Do we need to add anything else to this episode, Dr. Eddie? Any more demeaning sexual fantasies? Any more demeaning sexual arousal we need to discuss? 
I don't know about any more, but certainly to just end and touch base on the aftercare yes. of it all. Yeah. Uh, you had mentioned in the comedy world how it sometimes takes a long time to recover from those things. Yeah. Right. I wonder if like two comics hug it out afterwards. They do. They, were they always make them hug it out. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. We really do. At, do. at the end of every battle, we, we, we mm-hmm. hug each other. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think in our sexual relationships, sometimes that, that might go a long way. And so aftercare yeah. is not something people often think about, even yeah. if you're having a booty call. You know, aftercare for whatever it was, mm-hmm. uh, like a check-in, we're both humans, we're both here, we both shared something, and now you can get out. Yeah. Right? Maybe that's okay. I'm always offended if someone leaves my house after we have sex. They have to stay. Yeah. If we had sex, you have to stay the night with me. I mean, it helps if they're in a cage, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it does. We had sex. You're staying here. <laughs> and then you yeah. release them in the morning. Wow. I want you to leave first thing in the morning. Like, don't <laughs> don't overstay. The crack so you can't yeah. say, yeah. Wow. yeah. Do you have, like, rules before you yeah. go in your house? Well, that's why I had you uh, yeah. initial here right. yeah. and here. Yeah. This is consensual. You have to leave by yeah. this time. You are going to stay the night, correct? Yes. yes you are. All yes. right. And then you will leave by wow. 7 a.m. Got it? Okay. All right. Right, just chose, yeah. Uh, the Weather Channel app says that sunrise is at 827, <laughs> yeah. and so 826, you're out. Yeah. yeah, Sylvia has a notary right when you walk in. <laughs> Don't say these words. I really this should. Time. Yeah. yeah, really, honestly. And yeah, and then you get like a flashy thing, the way that you don't remember where she lives. <laughs> wow. I wish. I wish I had that, honestly. I would flash you so many people. <laughs> I really would. That was a loaded statement, too. Just gonna I, say. I mean, I flash you millions of people all the time <laughs> alright guys I think that will wrap up this episode for demeaning sexual arousal uh, give that power away uh, let somebody call you their little bitch for the day maybe it'll spice things up maybe it won't I don't know but talk about it before you do get their consent and maybe talk about it afterwards see how they're feeling but you know what Enjoy yourselves. Go have fun. Brian Moses, tell the people where they can find you. Anything Roast Battle. Go Google it. Uh, we have a show once a month. It's Roast Battle League. So it's like cities around the world who are the best shit talkers mm-hmm. battling each other. We do it at Jam in the Van. Uh, and we broadcast on Jam in the Van on uh, YouTube. Anything YouTube, Roast Battle, you can Google it. Such a good show. You guys are not going to want to miss it. All right. And uh, Dr. Eddie, thank you so much again for giving your public health perspective. And that's it, guys. Until next time. Adios.